Welcome back. This is episode three of our most frequently asked questions. I'm Greg. This is Stephanie. We're both real estate agents here in the Florida Keys. So if you are looking to sell your property and upgrade or downgrade or move to North Carolina, or you want to buy something down here in paradise, please don't hesitate to reach out. Moving on. What is our next question, Stephanie? I'm glad you asked. Ooh, are you? Yeah, our next question is, we're starting off with a banger. Oh, that, we did leave a cliffhanger on that last we one. We did. What is Fantasy Fest? So what I'm going to give Fantasy you, Fest? I'll give you the official answer. Fantasy Fest is, now my, <laughs> it's basically a big party for grownups yep. at the end of October in Key West. Did your phone die or something? No, it's just, I was oh. trying to, so Fantasy Fest is an annual 10-day party in paradise for grown-ups. Started in 1979 by a small group of Key West locals. That's the official answer. This year, 2023, the actual dates are October 20th to the 29th, so it's not always the last 10 days of October. Huh. It's kind of how the calendar falls. That's so weird. for 2023, it's October, to, October 20th to 29th, and they always have a theme. This year, it's uniforms and unicorns. Okay. So, um, within Fantasy Fest, ten days, ten days of activities. There are a lot of different activities. So it's not like, you know, if you if you're aware of Fantasy Fest, it's not just like hordes of naked people walking around on the streets. That's part of it, right? But like we participate. A lot of them are truly naked, right? Yes, not naked, right? But like scantily clad, getting close. Yeah. Um, we, but we participated in the zombie bike ride last year. 6,000 people. 6,000 people. Riding their bikes, essentially from the airport mm -hmm. down to uh, the Truman Annex area mm -hmm. at the, what is it, the Coffee Butler? Uh, that up? Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Yes. Amphitheater, yeah. So, good little yeah. trek. Yes, it was a good trek. Yeah, so we did that. That was a that Fantasy was a Fest activity. And then the we Goombe also. Festival. Yep. That was that. I think might be what opens it up is the Goombe Festival. The festival and the parade. Yep. The Goombe, yeah. Yep. And then, um, so we did that. And that we got real lucky. House. We got real lucky because at where we were at, yeah. and we didn't know this, yeah. but so they do the, the Goombe Festival um, parade, mm -hmm. and it's a pretty small parade, but very cool. Yeah. They went right by our house. Yeah. We like just sat literally, on our front porch. we were like, "What in the heck? <laughs> we didn't. What in the heck's going on? Because there's a bunch of noise yeah. and music and." bunch of people like dressed in almost like um carnival type mm -hmm. like it, i don't know it's but very cool. similar yeah so that's part of it that we participated in and then also the pet masquerade so it's Come like a here. it's people basically a pet costume party but you can dress up with your pet so we did that with perry and um she won second place she did win second place yeah so that was fun but so like we have to Really dress up. Yeah, year. we're already planning. We're already well, scheming. Essentially, we can do what we did last year. <laughs> we could, yeah. But it's, it's, she was a unicorn. So that's basically what Fantasy Fest is. It's a big party for grown-ups. Yep. And it's lots of different things over the course of 10 days. So, you know, there's a little something for everyone, I would and say. Probably not something if you're planning, like, a really good family trip. Yeah. Probably not something you want to bring your kids to. Yeah. Can you still come to Key West and avoid a sure. lot of that? Yes. Just don't go on Duval at night. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. That's fantasy It's also fest. a very popular 
Uh, sorry, Winnie's. <laughs> Winnie was celebrating, and she rolled off the couch, but right to where her, her ramp, ramp is. is so, so she, she rolled on the ramp. Rolled onto her ramp. Um, it's also a very popular time on the island, so it'll probably be more expensive to stay here. So mm-hmm. another reason, you know, not necessarily the best time to come yep. for a family vacay. But yeah, so that's what Fantasy Fest is. And Google it because, like, you can go to their website and you can see pictures. You can see. Um, activities, the dates for this year, the theme for this year. So Google it if you want to know more. Probably past winners of the Pet Masquerade and second place winners. Yeah. So next question. Can you help me find a rental? Long term or short short term? So long term, the answer is not really. Uh, we could point you in directions. We can point you in directions. There's a lot of Facebook groups that I would suggest joining. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, we can give you some insights. If you reach out to us, we can point you in directions. There are very few affordable long-term rentals ever listed on the MLS. So we don't have access to a ton more information with regard to long-term rentals than you do. Um, We have helped some people, friends of friends, some people who have been referred to us. We have lent them a hand in finding long-term rental. And really what that looked like was, you know, helping them keep an eye on Facebook groups and things that pop up because ultimately what you're going to have to do is, closely, closely, closely monitor Facebook groups and things like that and jump when you see something yep. that's a fit be ready to because rock and roll. it's incredibly competitive. So, And a lot of them for long terms are first, last, and security. And the security is the same as your rent. rent. Yeah. So you need to bring like 12 grand to 12, the table, 15, yeah. $20,000 yeah. to the table. Yeah. yeah. Just to get a place. Right. So we, in, in the question of can you help us find a long-term rental, I say no because there's nothing that we can do in that situation that you can't also do. Yeah. Ultimately, it's looking, it's jumping, it's being the first, it's being the most responsive, it's being the one with the cash. It's So there's not really anything professionally that we offer in that situation. But if you are looking and you are serious and you, you know, like you have a job here and you really need to find a place, you can reach out to us, um, DM us or email us or whatever. And we can give you some pointers, like for some Facebook groups to join, to keep your eyes peeled, maybe a couple of other places to look. Now with regard to short term rentals, the answer is if you have a property and you are wanting someone to manage it for vacation rentals, we can absolutely help you with that. If you are Currently, right now at this recording, which is April 19th, 2023, if you are looking for a vacation rental, we cannot help you at this very moment. Very shortly, we will be able to help you. We will be able to point you in directions of properties that we manage, but at this moment, currently, no. So our best advice would be look on VRBO, look on Airbnb. Those are your two best places. Actually, on the Keys, VRBO is significantly more popular for whatever reason. So that would be the first place that I would point you. Um, So, yeah, that's the answer to that question. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, Can you manage my rental? Oh, I think you kind of just answered that one. We can definitely talk about it. So if you have a property that you would like rented out long-term or short-term for vacation rentals, um, reach out to us. And that's one of our most frequently asked questions not that but do we have rentals um soon on our tiktok live yeah so 
it could be beneficial yeah. for us to manage oh gosh, your property yeah. because of the amount of times we yeah. get asked that and because of our platform on other social media. Right, because, you know, the, there are, to be very transparent, a lot of property managers on this island, but they're all advertising in the exact same places, right? They're all, which is fine, and that's yep. good, and those are good places to be. Absolutely. But we also have this other place where we can advertise to people who are asking us that question. They're literally asking us, do you have a place for us to stay? So um, if you do have a property, and like I said, if you want to rent it long-term or short-term for vacation rentaling, um, reach out to us and we can talk about it. Um, yeah. Love yeah. to have a conversation. Alrighty. Um, oh, so I want to buy a home in the Keys eventually. Maybe not right this second. Can you help me? Yeah. Of course we can. Do you want to answer this one? I was going to let you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just giving this short and sweet. I'm used to my, my lives on TikTok. Yes, we can. Yeah. Reach out to us. So if you are looking to buy imminently, of course we can help you. If you are looking to buy eventually, of course we can help you. It just looks a little bit different in terms of the workflow. So if you're looking to buy imminently, we're going to have a completely different conversation with you in terms of do you have a pre-approval letter or do you have a proof of funds? Where are you looking to buy? Do you want to start looking at places? To even show you places is pre-approval yes. and our proof of funds that yeah. you're paying with cash. Yeah, down here because it, you have to imagine there are so many people who are coming onto this island who are vacationing who just want to look at property just for like the fun of it. And so, you know, for the most part, if you're going to, if you want to look at any property down here, you're going to have to show that you actually are qualified to buy it before you you'll before the list agent will let you in essentially. So, um, that'll be the first question. If you're looking to buy eminently, if you're wanting to look at property, if you're running, wanting to potentially write an offer on property, that's going to be the conversation we have with you. If you're wanting to buy eventually and you're just kind of kicking around the idea and you're wondering what's available, then the conversation is going to be a little bit different. We'll send you uh, a link to a form where we can gather all the data of what it is that you're looking for. And then we're going to set you up a search. And so you're going to get emailed properties that fit your criteria frequently. And then once you get to a place where you are ready to actually potentially write an offer on a property, if you found something that was a fit, then we're going to have the pre-approval or proof of funds. And that would still be something we would encourage you to already start that process Absolutely. depending on when you were yeah. looking to buy i mean if you're yeah. saying oh, i'm not gonna buy for like two years well then a lot can change in two sure. years but if it's like a three to six month thing we yeah. still would encourage you to um if you're gonna be financing mm -hmm. um to speak with a someone who can help yeah you with that. and something else that's important to note too you know when we're talking about uh pre-approval that is you know, a lender saying yes, based on this information, they would be able to get a loan from us for X amount of dollars, you know, a, a number that would buy the house that you're interested in looking at. Uh, proof of funds would be if you are a cash buyer. And so what that looks like is you showing most often through like a letter from your bank, but also there are a couple of other ways to do it, but proof of funds showing that you actually have the cash and that means cash available. You could write the check right now. So it's not, um, in the, in the conversation of, do you have the cash? 
that can't be tied up in investments. That would not be looked at as cash. That could, you know, maybe that could be a conversation, part of the conversation you have with a lender. But if we're talking about a cash transaction, we literally mean cash available to write that check right now. So just so you guys know. But again, the original question was, I want to buy a home eventually. Can you help me? The answer is, Absolutely, we can. It's just going to be basically us setting up a search and you can start perusing, seeing what the market's doing, seeing what's out there, seeing what you could get for the number you're thinking you're wanna, you want to spend. And we would just kind of start the conversation at that point. And yeah. then once you got more serious, then we'd start talking about, you know, money, really. All right. Um, what do I need to buy a home? Money. <laughs> yeah. Down here, yeah. um, not maybe not in all situations, but some money. Well, yeah, I guess not you're gonna, in every situation. You need to be willing to move. Mm-hmm. You need to have your financing situated. That's the number one thing. That's that's the that's main the thing. thing. Yeah, ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, you need to be prepared for your property tax. Insurance. Your insurance. Yeah. Um, HOA if you have one. HOAs. Yep. So. Cost of living down here. Cost of living is yeah. a little bit more. So you just need to. We don't. We, we wouldn't want you to say, "Oh, I'm going to buy that five hundred thousand dollar place," mm-hmm. which there's not very many here in Key West. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, and just think like, "Sweet, I'm just going to have my mortgage." Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to factor in a lot of other stuff into that. So Mm -hmm. cost of living is definitely more down here uh, in the Keys and Mm -hmm. definitely in Key West. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, you can live differently, right? So instead of saying, I'm going to eat out every day, which is expensive, you can say, I'm going to make turkey sandwiches. Mm -hmm. That's going to save you a lot of money. So Mm -hmm. you can, you know, there's ways to do it to where you could do it. If you want to live in Key West, if you want to live in the Florida Keys, Mm can yeah. figure it out. So the question being, what do I need to buy a home? You, the number one thing is money. Absolutely. Uh, no question. So let's say that everything else that Greg just talked about, you're good with, right? Like you're good with the cost of living. You understand it's going to be more than your mortgage pay, all of that stuff. This is the number one thing I would say. If you're serious about buying a home anywhere, right? But, but certainly down here in this market, have your money squared away. So if you're getting a loan, you need to be talking to a loan officer, someone who can have this conversation with you, look at what you make, look at what you have saved, look at your assets, look at everything, look at your debt to income ratio. You need to be ready to rock and roll because here's a really good example is we had someone reach out to us, a really cute little place. Yep. Um, Is off the turn Well, it doesn't really matter. Really cute place, remodeled for about seven fifty, and it wasn't Petronia. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I thought that's what you're talking about. No, no, about. it's Julia. Yeah, um, but for seven fifty, really cute, and it went like that. You have to have your money ready to rock and roll. A lot of times, those are going to be preferred cash because you're yeah. at the seven fifty range. But you got to be ready to go yeah. if you're in that million 1.5 or less yeah uh because that's when the bidding starts and our goes very quickly yeah i mean 
no matter what your money has to be figured out because in order for us to show you a house you're going to have to show that you can actually afford that house that's just the way it works down here like a list agent is 99 times out of 100 they're not going to let you in the house unless you can prove that you can actually buy it if you like it but regardless of that to greg's point a million and under is super competitive here if it's something that that is remotely nice that remotely livable you know and that sounds so crazy i mean if before we moved here that would sound like huge numbers a single family home in in old town a single family home this was a the one we're talking about was a one one it was a one one but it was adorable it was was amazing location had been redone inside and out the yard was really nice it had it checked a lot of boxes for a lot of people and it when we went and looked at it it was absolutely swarmed and they were showing it like 12 more times no exaggeration that day and it was under contract it pro- I, night, if i, I had think. to guess there was probably a bidding war would yeah. be would be my guess there's probably multiple offers so that is the situation where you either want to have your pre-approval letter or and to greg's point it probably needs to be a cash transaction at that point to be the most competitive. It doesn't have to be, but that's the most compelling if you're a seller um, because there's a lot less that can go wrong if it's a cash transaction. But if it's a cash transaction, you need to have that cash free. It ne- you, can, you need to be able to cut a check that day. You're not going to cut a check that day, but ultimately that's what you want to be able to show in your proof of funds is you have that cash. It is available. You can write a check that day. So the, the question is, what do I need to do to buy a house down there? Absolutely far and away. Number one, not even close. Nothing else is even close. You got to have your money in order, whatever that looks like for you. Yep. All right. What is the difference between a transient license and a non-transient license? Ooh, good one. This is a good one. So a non-transient, mm-hmm. thirty days or more. Rentals. These are rentals. rentals. These, these are, are for rentals. These are vacation rental licenses. Thirty days or more. The transient, a day or you know nightly, nightly. nightly. Yeah. Yep. So non-transient licenses are still issued by the city. Transient licenses. So transient is the nightly. Those are no longer issued by the city. You have city. to be in a receivership zone. There are certain zones on the island where you can have a transient license on your property, which means you can do nightly rentals. You cannot just get a transient license and put it yep. on any property on the you, island. You can't buy them anymore through the city. You can buy it from other people who want to sell their transient You'll license. You'll see them on the MLS sometimes. Yeah. And those usually range from two hundred to five hundred thousand. Absolutely, depends on that's whatever just for the license. For. That's just yeah. the license. You're just buying the license, so you got to have the property that is in the receivership zone that is qualified for you to put that license on that house. That's the transient. That's the nightly. So that's that's kind of a weird, whole other separate conversation from then the monthly rentals. But the monthly rentals, technically, those licenses licenses are still being issued by the city, and that's for. Any property on the island. Monthly rentals. Monthly rentals. Yep. Yeah. So anything can have a non-transient license, but only specific properties are qualified to have a transient license. A lot in the Truman Annex, as of right now, <laughs> Yes, the Truman Annex transients. is a very interesting property because they have, I think the technical term is like a blanket transient license that was applicable for the entire Truman Annex, including the shipyard area. It's, interestingly enough, there are a few that don't have it. I know. But very, very, very few. Otherwise, the whole area is 
Yeah. Is they allow for nightly rentals. That's why it's very popular for people to stay there. Um, but that's also going to be coming up for conversation. Mm-hmm. It technically, the transient license in the Truman Annex technically expires in 2025. We don't know what's going to happen, but has a you sunset know, clause. Yeah, it has a sunset clause. So we'll but see what happens. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah. So. so that's the difference between tra- transient and non transient. And there's even more to say about that, but we won't. That's the basic difference. Yeah. So this uh, FAQ has turned into a lot of real estate. We truthfully didn't plan it that way. We just kind of were... I probably was like just on a real estate yeah. kick when I was writing these down. So these are just... You this wanna, is off the top of my head. You want to do one more? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, why is Key West so expensive? Man, I wish it wasn't, but it is. Key West is a resort town. This is a destination where a lot of people want to come and mm-hmm. visit. Uh, Europe. It's a two by four island Mm -hmm. so there's it's not like you're like well there's a extra 100 acres over there let's go build right there yeah you're not you can't do that you're on an island Mm -hmm. as far south as you can go Mm -hmm. so getting fuel down here getting groceries down here uh all that's a little bit more Mm -hmm. so it's just a destination place and Mm -hmm. You know, you're starting to see to where there's actually like no downtime. It, mm-hmm. It's always it's it's always busy. They're still going to say you know low seasons in the summer, but it's almost like it's high season all the time. So yeah, it's high season for someone, right? Because it's like in the winter, it's high season for the snowbirds because they're yeah. here, and in the summer, it's high season for the vacationers, the kids, yeah, because they're vacationing and Absolutely. all that stuff. Or you got lobster season. It's just that's different happening. seasons, really. Yeah, so um, I think that. I mean, that's just why it's more expensive. People, yeah. people want to live in, I know I'm using this term, but people want to live in paradise mm-hmm. and, uh, they're willing to pay. They're for willing it. to pay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pay to be here. Mm-hmm. You got to pay to be here, especially mm-hmm. if you want to live here. Mm-hmm. That's why the property prices are so expensive. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at the MLS today and, uh, a property went up for sale for 15 million up North. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, a four and a half million dollar one in marathon, but beautiful, mm. very beautiful. It's a, that one's a awesome property, and then like another five million one and one almost mm. six million. So there's still those prices. I think people were hoping that the prices would start to go down. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that mm-hmm. trend. Mm-hmm. I've seen it maybe go down a little bit, maybe a little bit. But it's almost like it's starting to just go right back up. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think. You know, again, it's, it's, it's demand. I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, this isn't, you know, middle America, right? And it's just a different market. And there's just, there's really just constant demand. People just, they want to be here and demand drives, you know, I think there's certain areas around the world that are just more expensive. And this is one of them. Absolutely. It's like the same question of like, why is New York City so expensive? Mm-hmm. Why is San Francisco? LA, there's a lot of what, there's know. a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a complicated answer, but I think the most Short simple people want to be here. People want to be here. It's it's beautiful. It's uh, sure you have some stormy days, yeah. but a stormy day here is still awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have your hurricanes, but you have. I mean, you do. We talk about this. You have stuff anywhere. It's not to. It's not to downplay the severity or the danger of mm-hmm. hurricanes or anything like that. We take them as seriously as anyone. But, you know, there's there's pros and cons of everywhere. So I, I, we were driving over Seven Mile Bridge the other day, and I was like, you know, when people ask, why do you 
why would you live somewhere where there's hurricanes? You know, and I like pointed out the window, like it's just, it's paradise, you know? So it's, yep. it's even, even us, drives to marathon, which is about yeah. an hour and a half. Doesn't feel like an hour and a half. No, You're driving essentially through water. I yeah. mean, you got water on both sides. You have yeah. a road. You're not literally going through water, but you got water yeah. on both sides and it's, yep. it's yeah. a beautiful drive. And yeah. it's for us, for us. Yep. It's worth it for the people who are here. Clearly they would say that it's worth it. I think that there are places in the world where I would say, well, I don't understand. I don't personally understand why someone would live there. Mm -hmm. Right. But for those people that live there, that works for them. So it's really just, it's super personal. And for us, like, yeah, you know, we, we feel like it's worth it to live here. This is our happy place. And we're really glad that we live here, but it is, absolutely expensive that is not lost on us at all like <laughs> no it's not <laughs> we're gonna we won't gaslight you and say what do you mean no it oh, is uh, it's, we know it's expensive it's very expensive to live here it is and that's because again it's paradise and people want to be yeah. here so it's just demand really cool. yeah so we'll leave it here for now yeah we're gonna leave it here uh this one was short and short and sweet, but it was still 25 minutes long. Yeah. So not that short and sweet. We could keep going. Look um, at all these questions. We have a lot more questions. <laughs> so this is just part three, part three of the frequently asked questions that we get every morning on our TikTok uh, when we do our lives. So thank you for everyone for asking those questions. Yes. Um, otherwise, it'd just be me rambling kind of like I am right now. <laughs> so once again, we're both real estate agents. This turned into a real estate FAQ, which, hey, I'm not angry with that. Yeah. Um, reach out to us if you want to sell or buy down here in the Florida Keys. So, once again, thank you, and we will see you later for Bye. part four. See ya.